Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. This uh, chat uh, that I've been really looking forward to having with Jess Webster, an absolute star in the commentary box for Fox Sports uh, and the ABC uh, as well. You would have heard her uh, doing all the big games for the AFLW on Fox footy. Knows the AFLW like the back of her hand. No one better to have a yarn to uh, with the final round of the season uh, about to fall. And the round that was was an absolute ripper as well. And so many exciting uh, games to finish out the season. Jess, hello to you. Hello, Sam. How are you going? Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for agreeing to come on. Hey, I want to play you something before we, we have a chat. Um, this is my moment of the round, and I want to play this to you because you'll be able to tell the story of Courtney Wakefield so much better than I will be able to. But this moment from the Tigers' win, their seventh in a row against the Giants up in Mildura, her hometown. Big moment this in the career of Courtney Wakefield. 600 Ks from Punt Road with family and friends around her for the first time. And she gets to savour it with a goal. I absolutely love that, Jess. Um, that's my, that was the greatest moment for the round for me. Why is the Courtney Wakefield story one that we should all know? Oh, look, it's just one of the many reasons why we love the AFLW. But Courtney's story is, is an absolute ripper and, and one of our great stories. She comes from a, a farm north of Mildura and uh, played, played footy when she was younger uh, for a country town. Didn't think there was a pathway. And then when AFLW started, she thought, okay, I'm going to have a crack. So she started coming in and making this 600-kilometre trip to Melbourne to play VFLW for the Tigers. Did that for a couple of years. That's the place on Richmond's inaugural list in 2020. And I just find it so fitting that for the first ever AFLW game that was played in Mildura, she got to kick a goal. It was just, it was, I agree with you. It was, it was everything that we love about this competition and more. Fantastic. I think her and her partner and, and their kids, and when she tried out initially for Richmond's VFLW side, I think it was in Bendigo, she was seven weeks on from having given birth. Um, yes, uh, and was breast, was breast, had to breastfeed so during, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She really has had to earn her opportunity and um, and is such a strong and resilient person, um, but also a very lovely person as well. And she deserves absolutely, she deserves the spotlight. Um, she deserves um, all her praise because she has put in so much effort to get to where she is. And uh, she is such an inspiration. Works on the farm, 109,000 acres. Um, extraordinary. Hey, um, what have you enjoyed most about this season now that the competition is complete, Jess? Yeah, look, I think it's a combination of um, seeing the four new teams come in. It, it's so great to be a part of history, particularly as a broadcaster. It's been really great to uh, be involved in, in some really memorable moments. Um, and then at the other scale, I've really enjoyed seeing the standard go up. Um, it, it you know, always goes up every year, but 
I, I know that there's a gap between the best and the worst at the moment, and I believe it's you know short-term pain for long-term gain. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really glad we've got a full competition. It's been really fun to witness history, um, but I've also enjoyed seeing, I think, some of the best football that we've had to date. Uh, I agree with you, and and it's great. It's great, um, a great look into what's to come in the next couple of years, given that Geelong, I think, have won four games in two years. Richmond, six games in two years. Both those teams are about to play finals for the first time. Um, that is gives us great faith in what's to come for the expansion sides. Who's best, do you think, is competition best? Oh, it's, it's I'm trying not to sit on the face of Dan, but um, sit on the face of the But um, I think that, really hard to split Melbourne and Brisbane. I think they both play similar game styles um, with their own spin on it. Um, you know, if you look at the last two times that they played each other, obviously Melbourne pitched Brisbane in the prelim final. They really caught them on the rebound. And then earlier this year, Brisbane really applied their trademark pressure. And they're so fit and they ran out the game really well. So um, it's really hard, I think, to say who's, got, who's um, got the best game plan or the best style. I think it's between those two. Uh, so with the games this week, Jess, there's top four ramifications when you look at Brisbane playing Collingwood. Um, Melbourne should be okay over West Coast, but um, there's there's teams who are right on the brink. North Melbourne could jump up into top four. Richmond looking to keep it. Um, how do you think those are all going to fall, and what are you expecting the top eight and top four to be as we go into finals the week after? Yeah, I've got some cracking games to finish off the home and away, home and away season. Um, yeah, a couple that you just mentioned that stands out, Lions against Magpies. I think we, when it comes to Collingwood, we always thought the last two rounds are really going to see where they're at. So I thought that was a big statement win from North Melbourne on the weekend um, to beat them in the way that they did. And, and they've got a, a um, they've got to respond against Brisbane, um, which would be another good test to see where Collingwood are at. And I think we might answer some questions about whether or not they're a premiership contender. And North Melbourne against Richmond, I think Richmond have a couple of injury concerns, which isn't good for them. Um, I think North Melbourne are the dark horse of the competition, so I expect them to get over the line there. But, um, of course, anything can happen. Richmond beat Brisbane earlier in the year, so we know their best is certainly good enough to match it with uh, any one of the competitions. So I don't think there's a single spot in the top eight that's actually locked in um, at the moment. So, yeah, can't wait. Bring it on. Richmond and Geelong, uh, before we finish up, these, they're great stories from where they were to where they are. Um, it, it's, I, I get so much satisfaction watching those two teams play. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're right, they really are one of the uh, feel-good stories, I think, of this season. Um, and, and they have come, you know, I think it took Richmond 10, game, 10 games to win a game. So currently the longest streak, I think Sydney, if they don't win this weekend, will, will equal that. Um, so they started off this competition, you know, and, and, and had to wait so long to get their first victory. Um, so long, I mean, they've been down the bottom of the table and um, and they have come back. The turnaround for Geelong, um, I think is quite stunning because they had, they had uh, many issues, I think, um, with their, with their mid-to-forward transition, but looking so potent and then midfield is one of the best midfield groups in the competition um, and they're putting on good scores on the board so yeah it, it, it's so fantastic uh, to see them in the business end of the year and um, I'm really looking forward to see how they go. Alright so and I don't mind if you say Brisbane I, I won't I won't I don't think there's any bias there because I think their best is competition best as well 
So who's been the best player of this season and who wins it all for you? Oh, the best player uh, for me this year is Jazz Garner. Yes. Uh, she's been such a joy to watch and, and uh, I think she will be, I think, I think she has to be the contender uh, the number one um, favourite for the AFLW. But she's just such a complete player and a genuine match winner. I think she's like averaging career best uh, numbers and disposals and marks and clearances, I think, this year. So yeah. she's really taken a game to another level, which is really, you know, um, interesting to say for a four-time All-Australian. Um, but, yeah, I just... She's one of those players that when, when she does something on the, on the footy field, as a commentator, you actually find it difficult to find the words to describe what she's actually, <laughs> what you've just seen. Um, she's that good. Um, yeah, she's tripped me up a couple of times, so thanks for that, Jess. But, um, but yeah, look, love watching her play. I think, I think she's been the standout player this year. Uh, Jess Webster, absolute star, killing it with Fox Footy uh, in her calling of the of the uh, AFLW this year. Are we looking forward to this round this week and then the finals to come? Thanks so much, Jess. Hey, we've got to hit a break. Uh, on the other side of this, we'll check in with Tim Gossage ahead of Australia and Sri Lanka. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.